Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Drifting out of it, but in front and clear. And it will be Mo Donegal to win the test of the champion, the Belmont Stakes. Sports Radio, not to do that again. Game.com. You looking like that for man? I wasn't sure he was going to play that right then because I thought it was going to come up later on because this is your local stuff. Here. Yeah, but that's but, just but the Belmont happened yesterday, and it's Belmont all right. Third and third and final leg of the of the Belmont. That nobody cared about. Well, you know that the, the Derby winner was there. Rich Strike finished sixth. Again, nobody the, cared. The, the, that's that, that's why he didn't go to the Preakness yeah. because he knew that was going. They, they, you know, they call this like, is the longest one though. This is like a mile and a half. Oh yeah. But I mean so. that, that that horse clearly they knew that horse uh, horse caught lightning in a bottle in Kentucky. That's fine. He calls, you know so it had no sense in going in the other two. And that, no look, sense in he, watching. He, he just he just lost his he just lost some value. Yeah, he should have stayed at home. He should have stayed home. Yep. Should have watched no TV like everybody else. The best thing to come out of this was not the Mo Donegal wanted uh, the the third place finisher to me at the best name What's Skippy that? Longstocking. Skippy, not Pippy. Skippy Longstocking, that's the name of the horse. It <laughs> finished third in the bill. <laughs> if you I had a horse, great. if you had a horse, what would you name it? Skippy Longstocking. No, you that's, can't, that's, that one's that's, taken. That's pretty good, though. It is. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you you won't forget it. No. I, I think that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh they about speaking of horses, the horses under the hood. Uh F one. <laughs> Actually, they ain't the under the, the hood flag. there. They ain't yeah. under the, they're in the back. Yeah, they're in the, the back. They're in the back of it. They're F1. They're, uh, Azerbaijan, Uh-oh, they're, they're smoking racing. Smoking already. They're racing. Yeah, man. Uh, Azerbaijan. And, uh, yeah, what's his Brad name Ray. is Dunn? Lewis yeah. Hamilton. What's that? Apparently, oh. he's he not winning nothing else because of, you know, um, his 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 car company. Mercedes has gotten kind of outdated with this. Everybody's yep. caught up to him, and they they haven't uh, evolved or whatnot. So we see what happens. So maybe he's going to call from Richard Childress. I don't, or, you know or what I mean? Some folks in NASCAR maybe, here, maybe give him a call. Maybe he'll show up. Joe at Day- Gibbs will give him a shout. Maybe he'll show up at Daytona. He, you know, he's always talked about wanting to run Daytona. Maybe he'll show up at Daytona next year. We'll see. NASCAR's on the West Coast this week, by the way. They're out at Sonoma running road race. Everybody's going to come back with nice bottles of wine. It's the top of the hour. You didn't say good morning. Well, because you've been on the road, going down the rabbit hole. Go ahead, go ahead. By the way, doing your impression of me. Sam Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I say to you, God Morning, Judge. Morning. And a uh, special good morning. You find folks in Lake City. Lake City. Lake City. Wait a minute. Lake City. I'm trying to figure which way. You don't know about Lake City? You is don't know Lake about City Lake City, or City place huh? They call Lake City now. Is it actually Lake City or a community they call Lake City? Lake City is a city. It's in Clayton County, man. And population just under 3,000 or so after the last census. And they're finding the folks census, there. The last census, 3,000. Under, just under 3,000. Under 3,000. Pardon? Uh, you said under 3,000. Yeah, under 3,000. Okay. But you knew what I was talking about. 
The census, yeah, no, but no, I meant to, <laughs> one of these days, Alex. Um, you knew where I was in Clayton County, um, so out there, yeah, the folks. Okay, anyway, the folks live people. on the lake. I have stumped you. You have no nugget to bring no, about Lake City. This is a know, first. This is like when they beat Bobby I know, Flay. I know it's there. there there's, a, there's a lake there. Okay, and it's a feudal city. It's, I feel like the dude just beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> I'm going to get some money for this one. Oh, uh, on this on this day, we take a second and acknowledge the birthday. You ready for this one? Go ahead. 51 years old today, Ryan Klesko. Mm, wow. Ryan Klesko. Yeah. 51. 51. We talked about this a few weeks back when Chipper had his birthday and it was a five in front of it. Yeah. Making folks feel old. You're like, oh, man, these dudes, whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> easy on easy on that. Easy and, on that. And and I wanna say Decatur, but I know I'm wrong. Uh, it, it, uh where is she from? You'll know exactly, but I wanted to surprise you. Um Gwen Torrance. Gwen Torrance. Yeah. Decatur? Decatur. Okay, good. Whew. Shout out Columbia High School. Yes. And it's her birthday too. All right. Columbia so High go. School, UGA. Got them gold medals. Um, Don't try and make up. You didn't know nothing about Lake City. Well, you got I, all those other nuggets you yeah, got. Yeah, but you asking about Gwen Turner. Shout yes. out to the job, Bangs and Tangles. I don't think she opened this morning, but Bangs, Bangs and Tangles. That's the name of her. But she does, does say it. Really? Yeah, that's Okay. The stylist out there on, uh, I won't say, well, I, she want me to say, out on Panola Road. We go out on Panola Road, and Gwen's in there. She'll hook you up. She won't do much for us because we ain't got much. No, we got up. nothing. We got we nothing. Get Charlie Brown up. <laughs> on our head. <laughs> I talk a little. A little high school uh, stuff that's happening, folks. Um, as basketball uh, has some summer leagues that are going on, uh, this, obviously with the summer leagues that are happening now, there's a shot clock uh, because the shot clock is going into the regular season. So you know, you're seeing more of the summer leagues going on with shot clocks going on. There was a big one um, this past, the past two days down at Georgia State uh, on Decatur Street. Not the new gym. New gym ain't ready yet. Uh, but they were at the uh, you know sports arena down on Decatur Street at Georgia State. A lot of high school teams from around the area. They're just getting some summertime competition in, uh, getting some work in, um, and together as they you know alternate between the times they're with the high school teams and the times they're with the travel ball team. So that's going on. Seven on seven tournaments were going on. There was one over Georgia Tech this week. Had a chance to stop by there, and um, you know I say this, Greg. We we always talk about officiating and how they need to be more. And uh, there's a lack of them because you can't have any of these summer activities, be it summer league or any, you got to have officials. And so they're there. You have, and, and it's a place for the newer officials to go and get down, you know, with the rules and where they need to be in the position on the field, where they need to be. But you got to have some people out there who also who've been in it for a while to kind of, you know, guide them, answer any questions they have to point out errors that they make. And so that's going on a lot of these seven on sevens. Uh, going on, Eric? Hey, Sam, I'm glad you brought that up. So with the new high school rule of the shot clock, the Atlanta Area Basketball Association, which I'm a part of, we need people just to do the shot clock. So if you are interested in being an official and you say, oh, I don't think I can get up and run up and down the court, come out. You can go on GHSA.com and take the shot clock exam, get your certification, you laughing, man, because that's something you can do. No, I'm just kidding. You know what? Eric got here late to this. He got here late because I've been going on about this for years. Eric, no, I'm, no, this. but we're talking about putting putting. I me, understand. Me, Greg and I gonna go to work. Okay. I, is it simple enough? Could we could we work <laughs> the shot clock? Absolutely, absolutely. You, you, yes. you, you trust? Yes. You trust, Basically, what you're saying you, you is you trust Greg to work the well, shot clock. It's uh, idiot proof. As long as your thumb works, all you need is the thumb. The thumb. Why you gotta go to class to learn how to work your thumb? Well, it's a it's an online training. 
to Tori so that you actually know what you know yeah. it I means mean, to, when the shot clock shows a reset. A second ago, you said, "Could we do it? We all you need is your thumbs, okay?" And now we got to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go online and take a class. Okay. You got to come class. to a couple meetings. You well, got to take like a class. Saying, you got you to know what a rebound is and what a shot is. <laughs> but really, it's, because, it's, you gotta, because you got to reset it. You, you got to reset it. It's, it's an easy way to, like you said, get a part of this, give back, and and how Greg said, make some of that money that's flying through the air. Yeah, you got to make It's flying through the air in other ways. And they teach you how not to sneeze yeah. right yeah. when you got to hit the button. No, you don't want to do that. That's <laughs> everything up. That's everything up. You know. Fantastic! That's fantastic. That is great stuff. We need somebody. We need somebody now to work the shot clock for high school basketball in please, Georgia. Please. Well, we do. Oh no, you're absolutely right. But you, how long have I been going off about not having a shot clock? But well, now we got it. You got to okay. have some people to operate it. Okay. Well, what, they don't operate themselves. Isn't there somebody sitting reset. at the desk of people who run the game, who 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 keep the? There's an official time clock. Right. Time person, right? Right. Okay. Right. But the official time person is provided by the school. The shot clock operator is a Georgia high school official. So that's totally different. Mm. See? Don't have to add an See? extra seat there now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're in the room. Yeah. But they get paid that for money it, right? To get that, shot, that shot clock's not cheap. Yep. It's not. And everybody's had to get them. And they have this season. Everybody has to have them by this season, right? You know, last year. That's last, correct. Last season, they were still optional. You know, but this season everybody's got to have them. And listen, I'm just you glad you said, got You know, you know, well, you you railed about this long because, enough. Because that's right. You ought and to they, be happy. You ought to be having a parade. I'm happy that they got it. That means and when you they brought happy, it in, they should have hired somebody to do the no, job. No, that means you should be more than happy some a couple of nights to go and work the shot clock since you screamed and yelled about it for all this time. Well, I think that's the, the, they, I think, be right, right, they write the check that I want. I, I'll happily I, I, do I'll it. Make sure the recruiting director for Atlanta Officials Association gets your email, sir. Yeah. And we'll put it on casting call, and the days I can't do it, we'll have somebody else do it. Oh man, you you got to do it. You the one that screams and yell Hang about this. This ain't the you, draft. You, you I'm not. You're not the president. You, you telling me I got to go fight over in the Middle East? I'm not. You, no, yeah, I'm not being drafted. You, you screamed I, and yelled I about use, shot clock. That's oh, right. And struggle. I used my Where platform, and somebody understood my words and went and and and, and, and carried so, out. So the carried least, it out. So the least you can do is go and operate the clock. It's all about the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the young folk. Yeah, everything's for the young folks. I got them a clock. That's my job. Is done here. <laughs> so that's happening, and officials are working. But also, you know, for all sports, officials are, are, are learning. And uh, while I was at the 707, I did talk with a couple of the high school coaches there. Uh, talk with Josh Lovelady from, from Mill Creek, and I talked with Winston Gordon from Mayville Charter. And they both echoed a fact, and I and, I, and both you gentlemen, I, about uh, the importance of respecting the officials as far as retaining officials. And both of them said, you know, both echoed the fact that maybe as coaches we have to do a little bit of a better job of showing respect to these guys that the players will follow our lead and also the spectators will follow our lead as well because they felt like, you know, maybe that's chasing some people out of it. Some people oh. don't feel like it's worth it. No ifs, ands, uh, or buts. The, the, the ridicule. And so it was interesting to hear some coaches say maybe it should start with us. No, well, I mean, as an official, we all appreciate that. But, yes, I mean, if you talk to any of the officiating organizations, and there are a lot of them out there, you can go to the the Georgia High School website and get the list of the one that's closest to you, to all the listeners, where you are north, south, east, or west. There is a local association that will welcome you. But when you go to them and they talk about, well, why are our numbers down or why are we losing veterans? And a lot of it, they say, is, well, you know what? We, We don't like the treatment we are getting 
anymore. Um, and then, of course, unfortunately, if you watch the news from time to time, you'll see an incident out there of an official. You ain't got a sugarcoat. We've been talking about this forever. My, and I but, have but been you know what I say? You know what I say? Most one, of those events are not high school events, though. Right. Most of those events are youth league and yeah, park and rec or, and travel or, yeah, ball. Yeah, you know, yeah. but you really don't see a lot right. of that. It's perception. With, with, with it's perception. high school events. It's perception. And again, yeah. you can articulate where it actually is happening, but most folks think it's happening everywhere under college foot college sports. Right. College and below mm-hmm. is where these crazy events happen with families and refs and people who are going out there on their spare time, not making a lot of money, getting screamed at and and yelled at. We had you know Maria Boynton to show what she did. Excuse me. Dr. Maria Boynton. Dr. Maria yeah. Boynton. Had talking about these officials and, and judges that are getting threatened. Folks just got cyber muscles these days, man. But some of these people, by the way, do they serve alcohol or any of these? I'm, I'm, I'm actually no, asking man. at none of them. You can't buy On a high beer, school an, level? Yeah, a, absolutely not. An no adult alcohol, can't go no out there? No, dude. Okay, I, again, no. I just ask it. No, ain't doing So that. this makes it even worse. <laughs> the well, fact that they're well, out there no. and that attitude comes out at people, at strangers for ah. their kids. But would you say that the tide is turning and there are more people in the past few now we're on the other side of the pandemic that are making themselves available to be officials and refs and things like that? Or is it still a big need out there for Well, the numbers are down because of the ones we lost during the pandemic who called it a career. First off, once it shut down, you know, a lot of guys like, well, you know what? I've been doing this for so long. It shut down. It may not come back. You know, I'm going to call it a career. And then, you know, the ones who took it out as a precaution, like, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm out here in, in a big crowd. I'm out here with young people who, when the unfortunately, when the vaccine first became available, it wasn't available to high school age children and, and athletes. So they say, well, you know what? I can't risk myself. I can't risk my family. So the numbers are down. The numbers are definitely down. And the recruitment of officials to join is high on every sport that I know of. Yep. Very much, and very we, much, very know, much. If you're out there listening, uh, I'll give my email address this time, eric.slaughter at odyssey.com. If anyone needs some information, email me. Well, where would I'll they be? Where, where, where are the communities that are looking for people? So you can send them to, I'm sure, All their websites. Like, if you go to the All Georgia High School dot, .net, Georgia, ghsa.net, and you list to whatever sport you want to go to, there's a tab that says officials. You can pick the sport you want, and it will give you the list of associations. and associate. It, it can tell you. It pretty much tells you. What area that association is for? Yeah, and how old do you have to be? Eighteen. Eighteen. Eighteen and over. Okay. There you go. Yeah, and 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 they'll they'll line you up games on the way to where you're going. If you work a certain place and you're on your way, you, you can line you up something that'll be convenient. And they're not always sending you down to the opposite end of the state. Are you, you know? seeing? Are you seeing a handful before this happened? Before the pandemic and the officials that are out there? Did you guys see a good respect, uh, um, respectful number of women? That were officials in these various sports. It's, it's starting, come, coming in, and, and now it's, it, it was an uncommon thing. It's becoming more and more common. Yeah, and it will be more and more becoming because one of the hottest sports in this high school is girls flag football, and that's going to get you know, more. That you will have a lot of, uh, of, of female officials coming on the state in, in the coming years. Our conversation took kind of a left turn. There might have been some things you want to get to, so we'll get back to this unless you get some of these uh, no, notes that you we, have. We, we, we got, we, we got to guess. I'm saying we, we got to go, Tyler so we'll Cock come back, back and get to it in yeah. a little while here. Uh, coming up next, Mr. Crenshaw. Yeah, we got Tyler Cock. Got a lot of stuff to talk about HBCU from HBCU Game Day, and that's coming up next with Sam and Greg and hey, Eric on the other side of the glass. On a Sunday morning on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929 Game.com. We're everywhere on Odyssey.
Sports Radio, 929 The Game, and 929thegame.com. Sammy Greg with you on this Sunday morning. In the background, Jackson State University's Sonic Boom of the South. What a boom was this week. And Jackson State ends up on the cover of Sports Illustrated. First time in a long time, HBCU, uh, some current HBCU athletes have appeared on the cover of that publication. Uh, it tells you something about the awareness that has been brought to HBCU athletics. The by, last one being? Uh, the last one being Steve McNair in Alcorn State. Yep. Uh, that's a long time. And so it's happening, and a lot of people say it's because of the uh, attention that's been drawn by uh, Coach Primetime uh, <laughs> down in Jackson Who, by the State. way, cuts the grass, too. Yep. He is, I don't know if he's doing it after his procedure, but he was out there like Forrest Gump. <laughs> just, cut, just cutting the grass, showing that he ain't above doing anything. He, he could do that if he wants. He could do that. So much attention to HBCUs, and we feel like it was a good time this morning to bring in someone who's got his finger on the pulse always with HBCUs, Tyler Carr uh, from HBCU Game Day. Welcome back to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Born Tyler. Fellas, fellas, 28 yep. years, a 28-year drought. That was the last time with Steve McNair. Man, 28 years. Was that now? Was Steve McNair the first? So is this the second time, or was there something first prior time? I, well, well, being on the cover, you had Coach Eddie Robinson on. Okay, prior, but as far as a, a current student athlete player from HBCU, uh, McNair was the last one. Yeah, yeah, they they had a lot of you know guys who after they graduated that became professionals. But when you're talking about a you know a current uh, athlete, uh, you know, and not not being a coach. Uh, Steve McNair, and, and now we have Travis Hunter and Shadura Sanders along with uh, Coach Prime. So, Tally, stuff, guys. Tally, first of all, welcome back to the show. But also, Sam and I have been talking about the visibility, the heightened visibility of HBCUs over the last couple of years, and obviously taken to its zenith with Dion uh, taking over Jackson State. From your seat, as you sit here in June of 2022, how do you describe the visibility and the opportunities that are there for HBCU programs that weren't, you know, X amount of months, years ago, wherever you want to, where you want to start off with. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. E- even with the amount of attention uh, that Deion Sanders has at Jackson State right now, and in the overall HBCU landscape, I could make the case he's still the most underrated coach in the HBCU space because I still don't think people understand and fully appreciate the impact that he has had. I mean, we're talking a sea change level of (laughs) a sea level change, man, because the amount of attention that he has brought and the energy he has with sharing it. I mean, you know, people, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to believe that, that he's really, you know, altruistic with with what he's doing but every time i mean the first words out of his mouth with the sports illustrated cover were, were to the effect that hey this is great for jackson state but this is great for everybody and he's been very consistent in that messaging and you know when you look at recruiting now and the amount of kids uh you know with stars beside their names that aren't in trouble, <laughs> that weren't looking for a last resort. Oh, who's going to take me now? I mean, kids who are making the their choice of their own volition to choose or at least have HBCUs in their recruiting conversation, uh, it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Now, now, Sam's been doing it, you know, longer than I have, but I think he can attest that we just haven't seen this level of attention 
uh, and opportunities uh, for HBCUs that we're seeing now. Tali, I think the seminal moment was when the gold standard in all of college football put Jackson State in his mouth when complaining about the state of college football right now. And that's Nick Saban when he went after Jimbo. And of all other schools he could have mentioned, he mentioned Jackson State. And that coming out of Nick Saban's mouth at that point put Jackson State at a, in a position that they there's no there's no amount of work that Dion could do short of winning a national championship that that mention could have like why is he bringing them up and got all kinds of focus back on him and I think when that happened that took it to another level too. Hey, it was a good month for us at HBCU game day. I wish old Saint Nick would would start complaining some more. Uh, like you, you can't pay you can't pay for that type of exposure. Uh, you know those type of opportunities. Even though from afar, you know it might have seemed like a, a diss or or Coach Saban was throwing shade. But at the end of the day, it was more exposure. It was more exposure. And one thing that I thought. You know, from a, a positive standpoint, you know, if you're a kid or, you know, parent sitting at home and you're like, hey, why, why is Nick Saban throwing shade at, at Coach Sanders and, and all that he's doing? Uh, let me take a little closer look at, at what they have going on. And, you know, potentially, you know, you're looking at some of those Power Five programs uh, in a little different light. So it's just those, you know, subtle, small things that keep adding on to the pile, adding on to the pile. And and everything is is pointing up right now. Yep, it's been time on the waitforit.com outline on the Sunday morning with Tally Carr from HBCU Game Day. And you want to follow on they are social on Twitter at HBCU Game Day, HBCU all capital letters, uh, Game Day on Twitter. Uh, Tally, you know, you know, we, we're getting ready to start walking up to some some uh, times when we start getting the preseason going, and then the schedule uh, comes up. Uh, what a time to have an, an, an article. That talks about uh, the HBCUs. Uh, talk about how they got uh, Deion Sanders to come to Jackson State because he really hadn't planned on doing it. He just built him a new house um, and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and he decides to come and, and do this. But it's something bigger, you know, something bigger than just the wins and losses. And I think that's something a lot of people kind of kind of lose on it. And a, lot, a lot of people, like you said, think he's only going to be there temporarily. He's going to take the kids. I mean, I wish I had money for everybody to say, oh, you're going to take them to Florida State. That's not what's happening here, but but there are a lot of people who still look, want to believe that. You know, look, Sam. A lot of us grew up, man. We we were psychologically trained by good times, right? Like every time something good happens, it's like, all right, where's the string? Like <laughs> it's going to fall apart. It's not for real. Uh, we are going to be in the you know air quote ghetto the rest of our life. <laughs> But uh, this, this is a lot more Jefferson's th- than good times so far uh, because we have, and I hope that gives me $20 out of k- petty cash at some point here, Greg. Uh, <laughs> but for, for Deion Sanders, man, it is, it's, it's mission driven work. And I don't, I cannot speak for him, uh, but I don't think he would have the same level of fulfillment if this was just about football, if he was at, Florida State or wherever, and it was all about you got to win. If you don't win, that's all we care about. This is so much more, and I think the impact that he's having on the culture, on something bigger than himself, along with the football. Now, they they had one heck of a season last year, and we got them predicted to be the number one team this year, but I think it's fulfilling, um, you know, both on the field and off the field, 
And I don't know how many other places uh, he could get that. Because if it was just about football, uh, you know, when all this talk started and there was a lot of momentum, you know, Deion goes to Cowboys. I mean, he immediately <laughs> shut that down. I don't think he wants a a life that's just all about, you know, where's the wide receiver going and then, you know, what, what defense are we in? While he enjoys all that, I think his ability to groom uh, – young men into adults and his impact because uh, he said it, you know, it has just touched him, you know, at the vet there at Jackson state, you got 60,000 people. And he has often said it playing in front of his people and his kids have said it, you know, James Houston came in from the university of Florida, you know, playing in front of that many people that looked like him just had an impact and you just, you can't buy that anywhere else. So, uh, Will he be there 20 years? I don't know. I'm not going to put $20 on that. But is he having probably the time of his life in football? I, I truly believe that. Spending time on the wayfor.com hotline with Tyler Carr and is looking 20 bucks out of petty cash of what he's doing. Uh, uh, you remembered my phrase. How about that? That was nice of him, too. <laughs> uh, Tyler, Greg, you're the man. Just a fat dude trying to get into heaven. He's a ham- he, he's a Hampton legacy. He, he's a Hampton legacy. We don't care that his folks went to Hampton, so he's proud of them. Look, look, look Tyler. Okay, everybody's focusing on Jackson State, but the key to them also doing well is having some other programs. You know, also you know rise up during this time. I noticed something that Grambling has done. Grambling State has a their equipment hauler, and people who are not familiar with equipment haulers, you know, they're basically rolling billboards. For the institution, I mean, when I worked the games at Georgia State, I can't wait to see what the haulers look like when somebody like Army comes, or, or you know, when, when App State comes. North Carolina's coming to play there. I know they're gonna roll up in something incredible. This thing that Grambling has with with Coach Eddie Robinson on one side and their four Hall of Famers on the other side is gonna grab a lot of attention. And Coach Hugh Jackson uh, down there because they don't want to give uh, Coach Sanders the trophy the first week of the season. No, no, they don't. And and you hit it right on the head. I mean, you know, that those some of those road games, man, you're going to be uh, turning those big wheels for, for quite a time down the highway. So why not take advantage of it uh, and, and put your brand out there? And I think as we uh, get more coaches into the space who, who come from places where the standard is the highest, you know, you got former NFL uh, players and coaches like, you know, Eddie George, like you, like Coach Sanders, uh, they know what the standard is. And, and it's, it's again, subtle, small things that you do over and over and you repeat that greatness. And it just changes uh, the perception of your brand and it changes the reality of what you have. Coach Sanders has done so many uh, small things. You got you guys, you know, kind of kind of joked about him being on his Cub Cadet out there last week cutting grass, but I mean, he is down into the minutia of, you know, there cannot be trash on the ground. The grass has to be cut. You have to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a vacuum, those things might sound like, eh, you know, whatever. How's that going to win us a game? But, again, it's the totality of all those things uh, that really starts to make change uh, in the culture, and it makes changes in your brand. And it's going to be very interesting to see how Grambling turns out. I have Grambling like new tech. Uh, Sam and Greg, they might win it all or they might disappoint everyone. There's so many different uh, moving pieces and parts there. The transfer portal has been really big at Grappling. Um, so they are my wild card. I don't know. You know, it, it might be 12-0. It might be 
four and eight. <laughs> we'll have to see. Uh, but I think I think Gravely 2.0, because that first year could be kind of tricky, uh, will will definitely be a dangerous one there for the G-Men. Excuse me, I need you to give me a quick one on this one because we're up against it. But, you know, the news came down, and you being a part of HBCU game day, I figured you got a ticket to France for Bastille Day. Sam, fam you, making their second trip. <laughs> their second. I didn't know that? about the first one. 19, yeah. It was at 89. Mm-hmm. They're going back to France. The, the French government reached out to fam you. Said we got a big Bastille Day celebration going on. We need you guys back here, and they're going back. So I figured, yeah. come on, yeah, Tyler. March- are you go- are you going uh, to cover? Bring it back some Louis Vuitton. I- I'm not I'm not going overseas, man. I got too many children stateside here. But <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't do that to my wife. But uh, look, marching 100. They're going to take a select 35 over there later this month. Uh, just bring me back some some Louis Vuitton, a belt. Uh, you know, maybe a. Purse, I can and for my wife, I can score a victory there. Uh, but we we have that up at HBCUGameDay.com. A really cool story. Uh, their band director, his last activity as a member of the band, he played back when they went, and now he's leading the band. So that's that's a pretty cool story. How about that? How about that? That's awesome. That's awesome. And one other thing, before I let you go, I think of this Grambling, this Grambling hauler. It's got Coca Cola on it. So yeah, yeah, that tell you a little something about that too. Outstanding stuff. It's all about relationships, Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyler Carr. Getting Louis Vuitton. Got to know somebody to know somebody. Yeah, he'll get the Louis Vuitton. I, I get yeah, I, I, I get a bottle of Perrier water. Uh, Perrier water? We can get that down at the gas station. What you talking about? You no, you want, it, you want it from France. You want it from, come all the way from France. Uh, man. You want to drink it in well, France. Man, we, we go – Go get you one in Quick Trip. Just shake that's that That's right. Up exactly. Thank you. Friend. If that's all we got to get him, yeah, we can do that and put it in a nice paper bag, a nice bag and say, ooh, we brought this all the way from you through customs and everything. <laughs> Tyler, thanks so much Thank for the you, time, Tyler. man. Always good. Great catching up with you. All right. You guys have a great show, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All thank right, you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Give me a Lewis. I, I never was like big on those, so, you know, I'd, I'd give it to the wife, too. Yep. That's you know? what I would hand it off. All right, the fastest growing segment in all of radio up next, Eric's World. Get Sam ready. and Craig, Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Is it time for D Lift? No, I think this has yeah, something this to do with where, where Eric was yesterday. Oh! <laughs> All right. It is, uh, it is Sam and Greg. We got coming up top of the hour. We are going to be talking, speaking of D-Leds, Falcons, and NFL. Oh Jeff Schultz is going to join us later on the 8 o'clock hour. Got a casting call, but it is now time for the award-winning, multifaceted, and just all-around feeling good segment. Yes. Eric's World. What an introduction. He, he, he builds me up so good. I just feel like the, you know, the, the world's greatest over here behind this glass in this 75, 80 degree little studio I'm stuck <laughs> in over here. How's it feel over there, guys? Is it cool over there? No, not really. We got not some really. air blowing on. We got, right. we got a fan blowing over No, here, you man. got a fan blowing on you. Oh, I, it I, ain't, I, 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 when I turn it on, I have it swivel. 
You got it right straight on you. I don't know who put it here. I didn't even put it here. You did your little. He's taking full advantage. Yeah, he is, ain't he? It never even off. Hey, Greg, you want a little air coming on you? Well, we'll turn it. We'll we'll turn it over there. I I don't know what it is about the weekends. They forget all. You come in here on Monday. Well, Sam, I mean, Sam would know because you know, like you said, he's freezing. He he coming here, you know, all week long and showing up at five. No, I see. I've gotten past. If you're just tuning in, I was out last weekend, and because of that, throughout this week, Sam was cheating on me. That he was, was, he was hanging out reason. with John Fricky. I got to get a reason. lawyer. Is it, is, is it Motlick and Sons? They got a diverse, <laughs> d- divorce attorney. Not <laughs> Monica does those commercials, right? Yeah, yeah, she you need does. to get Monica yeah, she on the does. phone because no, he has been cheating on me. Week gonna, before that, we, it was with we, Andy we, Bunker. We're not gonna call Monica this time of morning. <laughs> I'll wait till after we get off the show. But I'm gonna have to get somebody on you. Get me a, like a private eye or something. But Sam is correct. I played the little atomic dog because. I got an introduction yesterday to a aspect of culture, and I'm not just going to just going because we didn't talk a lot of HBCUs. I'm not just going to call it HBCU culture because I met a lot of people that were not of HBCU lore. They were came from all schools. We had a big group from LSU of Omega Sci-Fi that joined us at mm-hmm. the V103 and WOK tents yesterday. But yes. I had a chance to go to my first Atlanta Greek picnic yesterday. Yeah. And I tell you what. Love hero sandwiches. Hero oh, sandwiches. Oh, sorry, Jero sandwiches. Gyros. Giro? Yeah. What's that guy do with Atlanta Greek picnic? That's Greek. I was being stupid. Okay? I know. I was being silly. Yeah. So let that just kind of play off your shoulder. I'll tell you. Go ahead. But there may have been some. Yeah, might do you have been. Say, do you say Giro or Giro? Oh, man. I mispronounced it. Let's I'm, just put it that I'm way. I'm so glad okay. I'm out of this. <laughs> but no, so go, so go I just get the fan on. That's fine. He's nice and cool over <laughs> here on the yeah. side. I need to turn mine on. Go ahead, man. Got all the, it's okay. I got all these computers and stuff riding over here, making a temperature hot over here. But no, it was a tremendous scene. Shout out to Morris Brown College. Dr. Kevin James stopped by to talk to us. The newly yeah. Reaccredited Morris Brown College. He stopped by, talked to us, talked about their initiation to get their enrollment back up. But yeah, the Kappas, the Deltas, the Omegas, the Iotas, everybody was out there. We had some vendors stop by. Like I said, once V103, our sister station, and News and Talk 1380, WOK, I was a part of their broadcast. But um, it was just such a beautiful scene. And of course, Sam. You yep. are an Omega. Yep. And everyone who stopped by our booth to talk to us, and we, we talked and we asked them, we always ask them, you know, what did it mean to you when you joined your fraternity or sorority? And they all talked about our foundational pillars, you know, the community service, the leadership of men or women, the sisterhood, the brotherhood. So, Sam, first thing I want to do is I want to ask you, because Sam gave me a, a, a funny story, and Greg, you maybe heard this. He said when he – Became a man of Omega. He was the big line of one of one. Of one. He had no line brothers, I guess. You know, but Sam, what was it that drew you to Omega? Were you a legacy? No, it wasn't a legacy. No, it was a legacy. Just, you know, it it, it was men that I'd grown up knowing. Okay. Uh, Just men in my life and community and and people that I had known and they were affiliated with it. And I just, and once I got to college, wanted to, you know, want to see what I. Be a part of it. Uh-oh. We got Uh-oh. a phone going on. We got, we got, a, we got, a, we got an Amber Alert. Um, but um, well, you, might, you know, when you, when you say that over the radio, we have a platform. You can actually broadcast that out. Okay. You should do that. 
Should I do that? Yeah, you should. Well, I okay. bet you it probably came across all our phones. Well, right? again, but everybody ain't looking. And since we're sitting here in the middle of a radio yeah. show and an Amber, Amber Alert happens. Amber Alert, Covington, Georgia. Amber Alert looking for a 2007 black Honda Accord. I think I actually saw that this morning when we were when I was driving in to the to the to yeah. the studio. Say it again you know again. Say, yeah. say what? Oh, I just yeah, I just lost it there. I got it. It's on my. It came across my phone too. It's Out of Covington, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, black twenty two thousand seven black Honda Accord license plate RGK four one four six. Right. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Would you? This is what we're here for. But that's the community service that the. Greek fraternities and sororities talk about that's a community service, right? Where right. everybody knows did. to look Absolutely. out for you know? that Black Honda Accord. But just you know, it, it was so beautiful the scene, and everyone talked about that. You know, um, the picnic came back in twenty twenty one. Of course, it was no picnic in twenty twenty. Right. They had a milder version in twenty twenty one, but it was the biggest and best that most had said they have ever seen in twenty twenty two. All the vendors that were out, any Greek paraphernalia. Yeah. Any, um, just you know, HBCU paraphernalia, but it was just a tremendous scene, and there's a lot going on today. Okay, they got the Sunday brunch. They got, actually they're in worship right now. Okay, so they have a, a Sunday worship. Okay, a Sunday brunch. Okay, and then there is a final Sunday party going on now. Now, Greg, I learned something about you. I didn't know you were a Hampton Hampton University legacy. Yes. Yep. He said that real quick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, again, I don't tap into these conversations. I didn't go to college. Okay. Per se. Then didn't, you know, didn't join a fraternity. But yes, my parents both went one one after the war and one just doing what she did. And she was a Delta. Okay. Well, see, that's all I was about to ask. Did either one of them. Father wasn't. No. Nah, but okay. but, but my, my mother was. She okay. was a Delta. Now, yeah. now, see, this is the other thing I learned yesterday because I had, you know, every time the a, a different sorority would come. And sit down with us. If if you call these young ladies anything that's not a part of their like signature name, they get a little upset. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, yeah, they because do. certain ones are called like the finest of the fine, and some of them are called yeah. the the ladies of this. If you make a mistake, and if you if you call the colors wrong, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. The, yeah. the, you, you know, because it's not. So I had the guys from Cap there, and I was like, red and white. If they know it's crimson. Yo. Yeah. And, and 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 I don't think they just call it white. They call it something else. Crimson and cream. Crimson and cream. Thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. that is correct. They they, 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 and um, and the ladies of uh, um, uh, I think it was the Sigma ladies. They said it's the royal blue. The royal, <laughs> and they made that very well known. It's the royal blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. of course, the the purple and gold of Omega is correct. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The brown and yellow of Alpha Phi Alpha. And then we just kind of started going back through. The history. Now the brown of you, they'll be our older alpha. Our alphas are black and gold. Black like and I, gold. I, a whole lot of whole lot of folk I know alpha. They 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 jump me coming out the studio if I let you get away with that. Go ahead. See, like I said, like I said, that's <laughs> that I learned. Like if you miss, if you know, if you miss call our colors, yeah, yeah, you know, those are, those are might be a little words to get you upset. But we also started going through some of the historical figures that mm-hmm. are associated with. These certain you know fraternities and, and and sororities, starting with Dr. Martin Luther King, who is an alpha man, mm-hmm. and what it meant for him. And then we talked about Kamala Harris. Yeah, she's an AKA. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I tell you what, am I being on the radio in the morning? I can think of um of Omegas that are on the radio. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley. Okay. Tom Joyner. Tom, really? Yeah. Oh Tom, yeah. Uh, out of Tuskegee. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Did y'all know that Tom Joyner was supposed to be a part of the Commodores when he was at Tuskegee? He always tells. Sometimes he tells that story, doesn't he? 
Could you see that? He was supposed to be a part of it, and yeah. I think what, what was it? He do he couldn't sing or something like that. That would have been a problem. Yeah, but but he was. Well, you know, it was back when he had his afro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you know all he, of them had the, the afros were tight back then. <laughs> but I would have, you know, I couldn't imagine Tom Joyner being just you know sitting next to Lionel. What instrument would he have played when Lionel was on the piano? Oh, I don't know. There's, well, Lionel wasn't always on the piano. Now Lionel's playing the saxophone. Okay. He graduated to the piano. Wow. See, that's that's. Well, you shaking your head. Yeah. I'm just again. I'm just waiting on a cab. Don't mind me. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> there are no more cabs. You might I, have I, Uber was, I was just. Lionel, just Lionel here. graduated to that piano. He was. He's a, when they first came out there was like, matter, matter, matter of fact, as being a native of Birmingham, they got when they were all students at Tuskegee. Anybody that came to play in Birmingham, you got the Commodores as your opening act. Really, and that's that was the deal. They were the opening act for just about anybody that came to play. Uh, to came, I know when the Jackson Five came through, they were their opening act. The uh, they been, were maybe, open, yeah, they yeah. were the opening act for the Jackson Five. Yeah, yeah. and yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, you know, I mean, fun, I mean, I mean, I guess Lionel and Michael hadn't become uh, uh, no. you know, rivals by at that, that point. Well, no, no, no. no. I mean, uh, uh, Michael had been out there for a minute before before they before they. Got before they got their first out before the comments. Michael knocked the Beatles off the charts. Yeah, did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, he you knocked know. the Beatles. I mean, the Beatles had their whole run in they had a what? six year run, six year run, six, six. year run, and became you would the think great. it was you would think it was longer than Thank that. Thank you very much. You, you would think, think it'd be the longest, longer than that. <laughs> I mean, twenty years at least, mm-hmm. given the fact that these guys have the writing credits that they have and still are the most successful writing team of all time, and did it in you know six years on our shore, maybe seven. Closer to eight as far as when they really got started, but they were over in England, right? Um, doing this and bouncing between there and, and Germany. And then somehow, one way or another, Michael ended up with the library. Well, yeah, that was from Say Say Say. That's that famous story okay. when he put when he did the song Say 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 with, with McCartney, Paul McCartney. Uh-huh. and he was asking him about, you know, I got all this money, like you got all this money. What do you think I should do with it? And McCartney told him, You should get into publishing. You should buy the rights to things. And the Beatles. You know, shake your head on how this happens. Didn't own their music. None of them owned but it. But it wasn't a common practice back then, right? No, McCartney had had a slew. He owns pretty much a ton of stuff that you wouldn't believe that it's owned by his publishing company. Okay. You know, at that point did. But he told Michael to get into it, and Michael said to him, because he knew they didn't own it, and they it wasn't just like McCartney could go buy it. He had to get the agreement of the other members of the band or their reps. And him and Yoko, they, they weren't sending Christmas presents back and forth. So it took him a minute. So he was, you know, Michael said, I'm going to buy your music. <laughs> right? That's the story. McCartney tells it. And he's like, Michael, uh, Paul's like, yeah, okay, sure. And then he went out and did it. And then it really got, and the relationship ended when he gave uh, Revolution to Nike. Yeah. And you got to so, use that. Yeah, that was Michael. He didn't went and did that, though. Anyway, you want to put a wrap on Eric's World here, sir? Well, no, it was just great. Like I said, great time out there. Once again, thank the Morris Brown College for being the host. And uh, I guarantee you this, I'll be back in 2023 at the Atlanta Greek Picnic. All right. There it is. There you go. He had himself, a, had himself a big time. I got to tell you about something we haven't talked about, but okay. I immediately thought of you when I saw this. Completely. But I'm going to have to save it till later on in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to talk some Falcons. Uh, NFL coming up next. It is Sam and Greg on this 12th day of June. Uh, Ryan Klesko's 51st birthday. Say happy birthday to him if you see him. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 